Welcome to Midnight Slumber. I am your host, Zach Miller. Join me as we take a journey through the alternate realities that take place after midnight. A crew gets lost in space and must find a way to save their ship and the people aboard. Enjoy this story, Space Wolves. I'm walking down this dim, metallic hallway. Blue lights pulse as they guide me towards the engineering bay. My footsteps echo as I am the only one presently up at this hour. The day shift crew went to bed a long time ago, and the night shift crew is down by the food bay taking their nightly break. A lone robot hovers down the hallway adjacent to mine. His mechanical humming is soothing, as I know this patrol bot is back up for the mechanics while they are on break. As I round the next corner, I see the doorway to the engineering bay wide open, and I can hear shouting coming from inside. Stepping into the room, everyone goes quiet. One of them says, You want to tell him? Six of us are in the room, including me, and no one pipes up. Four of my crew members stand around the navigation table, while the fifth person, my co-pilot, stands off in the corner just watching them. I clear my throat as I approach the table and look over to my right at my head engineer. She steps back, contemplating if she really wants to tell me what's going on. She slowly takes off her silver helmet and sets it down on the table. We don't know where we are, Captain. Fear and disappointment run across her face, telling me that something significant has gone wrong. Before I can even ask a question, she starts explaining. While you were in hypersleep, we made an interstellar jump to avoid a black hole. During the jump, the warp stabilizers failed. All of them? I ask her. Her counterpart from the day shift chimes in. Yes, they all failed. We don't know what caused it, but we exited the jump early to prevent a catastrophic failure. I look over at my co-pilot, who hasn't said anything. He just stares at the table, deep in thought. So where are we on repairs? I ask with deep concern in my voice. We have almost 10% of the drives up and running. Her counterpart says. What percent do we need to be at to function safely? I ask. My head engineer speaks. 20%? We could push forward now, but it would put a huge strain on the rest of the engine and could cause everything to shut down again. So how long until we can safely function? I ask. At least a week. The head of medicine and health speaks up. We didn't want to wake you if we didn't have to, but there are some concerning issues beyond the engines. The jump also knocked out one of the life support batteries, causing the livestock to be at risk. We need your clearance to move some of the residents into shared rooms so that we can repurpose the chickens and pigs until that issue is resolved. Otherwise, we could end up with a dire food shortage. How many people are you talking about moving? I ask. At least a fifth of the ship. Before I can say anything, he continues frantically. I know, I know. It's over 5,000 people, but we need the space. My co-pilot finally speaks up, interrupting everyone. Why don't we just show him what's happening outside the ship before we continue with the inside? 
My engineer starts to speak up as my co-pilot makes his way over to the table. He interrupts her and pulls up a hologram of the outside surroundings. Sorry, you need to see this, Captain. I've never seen anything like it. What comes up on screen is very odd. Our ship is tiny, about the size of a marble. There are no stars, no galaxies on screen, meaning we are hundreds of light years away from anything. However, below our ship is a black ball, rotating and slowly changing shape. The strange object is the size of a baseball and is slowly heading towards us. It's not a black hole as those appear red on screen. Lower the protective screening, I command. I step over past my crew to the 280 degree viewing pod. The metal around the window opens, letting in blue light. All I see around us is blue as I look out into space. It's as if we are in a fog, and just below me is the black ball. As I focus in on it, strange white lines can be seen way off in the distance, and below this object. It's as if we are inside an engineer's blueprint. The dotted white lines slowly fade into view, becoming more prominent as the ball gets closer. To my amazement, city buildings come into view as the white lines pass us. The black sidings of the building stand out against the bright blue light as they emerge from the darkness. These buildings pass our ship, and as they do, some of them slam into us, causing catastrophic damage. Warning lights and sirens begin to blare heavily. My crew shouts at me to decide on how to save us. However, the sirens and the sight I am beholding drown them out. The crumbling buildings are not made of metal, but of an infinite number of beings now crawling on the outside of our ship. The darkness is within hundreds of meters, and I can see what makes up this giant cluster. Werewolves, as dark as night, clump together, scurrying towards us. They impact the ship, ripping it to shreds, and I am thrown through the glass out into space. Surrounded by these creatures, I bounce off them as they slam into me. My crew is nowhere to be found. I cannot see anything other than these creatures. One slams hard into me and grabs me by the shoulders. Its claws dig in and it roars, burying its sharp white teeth in my face. Another creature grabs onto my back and bites into my neck. The pain is unbearable, causing me to fade into this darkness. Thank you for listening to tonight's episode. Please leave a comment and check out our social media on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. We would love to hear your thoughts on tonight's episode. I'm your host, Zach Miller. And thanks for listening. Have a good midnight slumber.